just taking a breath to look at you all. <laughs> Good morning. Wendy, anything you'd like to open with? Who is wise? Who is a sage? One who learns from all people. We remind ourselves that each of us is a teacher. Each of us is a sage. All beings we meet on the path are teachers. And yet, we are all students, ongoing. Endless relationship, student, teacher. As Jane reminded us in her excellent talk last week, no one can give us enlightenment. No one can awaken us except us. This from the Tao Te Ching. The sage rejects nobody and no thing. Let's go of overdoing. Is not caught in extremes. Lives free of excess. Thus the sage is straightforward but does not overreach. Is an edge but does not cut, is a sharp point, but does not stab, is a light, but does not dazzle. Sages know themselves, but make no show of themselves, love themselves, but are not full of themselves, take action without holding on to the fruits, accomplish tasks without dwelling on merits or worth. Make no claims on others. Accumulate nothing. The sage has no set mind, but simply is the ordinary mind of all people. To the good, they are good. To the not good, they are also good. This is the goodness of nature. To those who are true, they are true. To those who are untrue, they are also true. This is the truth of nature. As for the sage's presence in the world, one with it, mind's auspicious merging, the sage, one with it. People strain to focus their ears and eyes, sages have a gentle smile for all. The Buddha's smile always has been very much a magnet for me in this practice. That gentle smile. It's the smile that I also see on Avalokiteshvara. Though she is listening, deeply listening to the suffering in the world, 
It's the smile of receptivity, I think. It's the smile of not rejecting anything, not pushing anything away. It's a smile not of superiority, a smile of mutuality, of love and kindness that the Metta Sutta tells us about. In the Sharangama Sutra, we're reminded that the key to wisdom is humility, is mutuality, is this seeing of all beings and ourselves in a kind of equanimity and acceptance. So in these days that we're in, it's very hard at times to feel this kind of kinship with others. And yet, last week after Jane spoke, and I think this may have been true for many of you, we also felt the honesty, the way she spoke about what this practice has been like for her, especially in this last year, and and particularly as we've been doing practice period together that there are certain truths that have emerged that have to do with depending on herself, initiating, going deeper, not relying on somebody else to hand it to her, just like the Buddha and Ananda. And we know that the Buddha at one point starts to stand up and leave thinking that his teaching is done And then he sits back down and goes back over it again. And it's that kind of careful attention, that kind of humility, that I think is so important to us and to teachers, to people who we look to as sages. In an article that I love, written many years ago now by Norman called No Teacher of Zen. He says, practice doesn't mean only formal practice that happens in temples and meditation halls. It means understanding and living a human life among others. And he's saying to us, it's not that there's no such thing as Zen. He's saying there are really no teachers of Zen that students are responsible for their own practice and their own awakening. And this from his article, no one can communicate a truth worth knowing. The only worthwhile truth is the one you find in your own life. But he says, on the other hand, Zen is not Lone Ranger practice. Zen is collective practice where we are waking up together. And sharing that kind of waking up is what makes it worth, I think for most of us, all these wonderful spiritual friendships 
We learn from each other. We're not just looking for some one teacher. We see the awakening happening in larger groups, sometimes in our families, sometimes in our communities, sometimes in our sanghas. I want to read to you a statement that has just come out from uh, Zen Center, San Francisco Zen Center. It's actually not even out yet, but it, it's it's a uh, the beginning of an invitation for all of us as sanghas who are affiliated through the branching streams lineage to consider what's happening to us as we enter a new phase of leadership and generational change. Wendy was very involved in the Ascending the Mountain ceremony two weekends ago, I think now, where the leadership changed and became, um, I want to say, you know, intergenerationally um, uh, widened and, and diversified in terms of gender and ethnicity. But as our sanghas across the country, it says, are entering this new phase of leadership and generational change, we're facing new financial realities and the needs that we face as our elders retire and our youngers come back into service. We often feel the tension between those who think we're changing too fast and those for whom change isn't happening fast enough. We're looking to honor the wisdom, but at the same time to open to what's emerging. It takes great sages, these are my words, to open to what's emerging, to consider something that we don't know as perhaps new truth. As Buddhists and Bodhisattvas, there's a heightened awareness and willingness to respond now to political strife and division, to income inequality, to housing shortages, increased violence, systemic racism, climate catastrophe, and an increase in refugees from war and disaster. We're looking for new ways of creating more inclusive and diverse and open communities and we see a world of new beginnings and fresh visions, increased interest in spiritual practice, requests to go out beyond temples to participate in interfaith and interracial community groups. This creates greater opportunity for deeper connections and wider impact. So I think we all take those words to be something we are needing to pay attention to. I've heard in the last couple of Sangha meetings that we've had more concern all the time about climate. And the West Marin Climate Action Group has been dedicating itself to education, to widening its net in the last several years. Tie and another everyday Zen Sangha member have been, uh, I want to say, 
um, nudging, pushing, hoping, trying to open up the everyday Zen Sangha study and learning together about climate. And I think we're making some good progress. We're thinking about holding a retreat in early September and inviting all of our aligned sanghas to join us, Heart of Compassion included, uh, into coming together in a moment of recognition of spiritual practice, the need for sage, both humility and also wisdom coming together to see how to witness, take in, and take action together on behalf of Mother Earth. So this morning, as we are coming close to the end of the Shurangama, where we have been asking and been asked to question everything we think and feel, everything we see, Wendy and I were thinking that it would be a good time for people to have a chance, a longer chance to check in with each other and then with the whole group. What's happening in your spiritual practice? What would you like to deepen? And how can you bring that forward? Here in this Sangha, in your community, in your life. So we're looking for humble sage advice. We're looking for you to go deep with each other. You use the breakout room time first to answer. What's happening in your spiritual practice? Then I'll put the second question in about what would you like to deepen? And then the third question, how will you bring that forward here in your life? And then we'll come back out and I'll have a chance to be together longer today than we normally do so that we can really hear what's happening for people. Many of you have been in the practice period and we're coming toward the end. Next week is our session. The week after that, on April 8th, Neil will go through his end of practice period, Dharma combat, and you're all invited. It'll be, I believe, hybrid. I think it'll be online as well as in person. More on that as we approach. So thank you for listening. This is an invitation to speak intimately with each other, uh, to each other what's really happening and being you can stop recording now if you would